sharpening our industry's focus on the leading safety issues affecting business aviation operations. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. The NBAA Safety Committee has published its 2021 and 2022 list of the top safety focus areas for business aviation. It's a comprehensive look at the factors affecting operational safety in our industry in order to drive safety-enhancing discussions and initiatives within flight departments and among owner-flown operations. The top safety focus areas allow a flight department to act on safety instead of worrying about safety. That's Mike Ott, communications team lead for the NBAA Safety Committee and Director of Government Contracting and a captain for Phoenix Air. Also joining me today are Committee Chairman Jeff Wofford, Director of Aviation at Comscope, and Vice Chair Paul B.J. Ransbury, CEO of Aviation Performance Solutions. Jeff, let's jump right into the list. What are the top safety focus areas for 2021 and 2022, and how did the NBAA Safety Committee go about determining them? So we did things a little different this year. We got started early in the year, and we really did a deep dive into how we wanted to organize the committee and go after these issues that continually come up. And so we did our strategic planning meeting in January and February, and we started out doing an analysis of, you know, most of the causal factors for the accidents that are happening, not only in our country, but all over the world. And uh, they continue to happen on a regular basis. Rather than take it the same way we've done in the past, we decided to break things down into three groups. And so we looked at the first one being addressing preventable accidents, the second one being engage in unique operational concerns, and then the third one being identify uh, and implement mitigation strategies. And so for the preventable accidents group, we're looking at loss control in flight, runway excursions, control flight into terrain, ground operations, and maintenance accidents. And then for the operational concerns, we're looking at flight crew and maintenance operational proficiency, single pilot accident rate, procedural noncompliance, and fitness for duty. And then under mitigation strategies, we're looking at safety management systems implementation, safety manager certification, And then last but not least is the human reported and the automated safety data. And so by looking at this in a a holistic way, looking at all the things that are causing accidents, we wanted to break this down into smaller groups that we could uh, attack with our different working groups. And so each one of these three groups has working groups installed with it that are currently working on different projects. Another important part of the top safety focus areas list that actually carries over from the previous list is defining the foundations of safety. BJ, please tell us about those. The foundations of safety are really the core values and how we we go about what we do. And of course, core values in any organization and the committee are represented through value-aligned behaviors. And so with the foundations of safety, when we start talking about risk management, safety leadership, professionalism, fitness for duty, and technical excellence, it's really how we go about doing what we do and the critical elements of being a safe organization or individual to be able to effectively perform on what we are doing. And so we can think about the mission of the organization or the committee as being the top safety focus areas that Jeff talked about. So a good way to look at the foundations of safety is it applies for us as professionals and also frames the how we do our work when it comes to the the safety committee itself. 
And Mike, Jeff mentioned earlier that it's your job to communicate these topics to business aviation stakeholders. How do you go about engaging with our industry on these focus areas? Well, the first step, as Jeff mentioned, is that we will be publishing the new top safety focus areas list coincidental with the publication of this podcast. MBAA has pre-existing content on a lot of these areas because, frankly, many of them don't change year to year. We are discovering continuity in the threats facing flight departments and pilots and mechanics at every level. So we continue to, to put emphasis in the some of the same areas each year. So there's already some content, for example, on the MBAA website, both within the aircraft operations page and the flight department administration page on these topics. Then we're also going to be in Business Aviation Insider, the MBAA magazine, dealing with these topics as a group and individually over the course of the year. And we will also be presenting them at national conferences, including BASE and other national safety conferences and regional conferences where MBAA safety committee members will be presenting. This will be part of what they distribute to the industry through those different fora. We'll have more about the top safety focus areas in just a moment. But first, this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, you get your weekly news here. Are you getting the latest daily headlines? The NBAA Insider Daily News Service puts the news you need in your hands every weekday morning, free of charge. Don't miss out. Subscribe today at nbaa.org daily. We're back now with Mike Ott, B.J. Ransbury, and Jeff Wofford from the NBAA Safety Committee, and our discussion about the recently published Top Safety Focus Areas list for 2021 and 2022. Jeff, we've also seen a few of these topics and recommendations made by the National Transportation Safety Board to our industry. How does the NBAA Safety Committee work with the NTSB in identifying these areas and in finding ways to mitigate them? Well, typically, we always wait until they come out with their top 10 as we look at uh, building what we're going to do for the year. But like you said, the sad part is, is that a lot of the stuff that we see doesn't change. Uh, For instance, loss control in flight has been the number one cause of accidents for the better part of a a quarter of a century. And the same thing goes for uh, CFIT and runway excursions. And so when you look at the, the top five causes of accidents, these things basically just fluctuate only in their order, where every now and then some of them swap places. And so typically the NTSB takes a look at this and they publish their list. And then we look at how we partner with them to identify areas we can go after. And so like this year under aviation, they really only had two issues. One of them was require and verify the effectiveness of safety management systems and all revenue passenger carrying aviation operations. And then the other one was to install crash-resistant recorders and establish flight data monitoring programs. We do look at that. And so under our mitigation strategies, we have our safety manager certification as well as our data implementation group. And then under one of the other teams, we have our safety management system uh, working group. And so we stay engaged with what the NTSB you know, brings out in their areas. And then we continually look at the things that continue to be a problem. Mike, apart from addressing business aviation operations specifically, how do the top safety focus areas differ from the NTSB's approach? Remember, the NTSB is responsible for all modes of transportation, pipelines, trains, highways, aircraft. But when they talk about an aviation accident, there has to be an intent for flight. 
even if the accident occurs on the ground. If there's no intent for flight, it does not appear in NTSB statistics. And one of the great strengths of this committee is that we have people associated, for example, with the aviation insurance industry. And the aviation insurance industry will tell you in no uncertain terms that the greatest number of accidents that hurt people and break things occurs on the ground with no intent for flight. So the committee focused on that area this year as well, as we have in other years, even beyond the elements of NTSB statistics and their expressed concerns. BJ? When we look at the top safety focus areas, to Jeff's point, I think the the real genius of the safety committee is breaking it down into three areas. If we just let data drive the results, in other words, if we only go to the fatal uh, accidents, we only go to the accidents and then the number of fatalities, it's important to look at that. And that's what drives our preventable accident list. Now, preventable accidents can be data-driven, and we need to focus on those, and we have done that in that area. However, you need to look at the greater dimension of safety than just what shows up on the chart, which is really a lag indicator. So when it comes to lag indicators, it's a measure of the past. And of course, we need to be mitigating those. But as a safety committee, we need to be proactive. And the proactive elements of the top safety focus areas comes into the areas of operational concerns, you know, such as single pilot accident rate, procedural noncompliance, fitness for duty. But also, what are the mitigation strategies? And that's, to Jeff's point, where we align with industry, with the NTSB focusing on safety management systems. There's a working group in there. We talk about flight data monitoring and safety data that is in there. So I, I think the, the critical part of the top safety focus areas of the MBAA safety committee is it's a holistic approach, giving due consideration to the other entities in the industry and safety organizations to identify what they feel is important in addressing those, but also recognizing that success lies in ongoing daily professionalism, looking at the lag indicators, looking at the lead indicators, what we can do, be doing now to improve safety through proactive action, preparation, and teamwork. I agree 100% with what BJ is saying, and, and I agree that, you know, professionalism is the key. So when you look at our foundations of safety, it all revolves around professionalism. And I think that a focus on having people do things the right way and, and, and conducting themselves in a professional manner is key. And then I think the other part of the equation is, you know, an improvement in aviation decision making. And so that's one of our goals with having our mitigation strategies and operational concerns as a way to help give pilots tools to be able to make better decisions rather than ending up a statistic. They can do something to prevent that. And so I think one of the key things that the safety committee needs to do is to provide the industry with some tools to use to help prevent these things from happening and do it in such a way that makes it easy for people to see. And so one of the things you'll see this year as we do bring this out into the public, it's going to look different. It's not going to be a bunch of bullet points with the top safety focus areas. It's going to be something that's going to make sense when you see it, where we talk about our purpose, making business aviation safer, and then how we focus on our foundations of safety to develop these strategies to correct these problems. And so I think working on this all together is going to make a big difference. But I think that professionalism, leadership, and an improvement in aviation decision-making is, is a definite necessity. Another thing we did quite consciously when we developed this year's list of top safety focus areas was we proceeded from the tactical, in other words, the pilot, mechanic, aircraft tow operator level 
up to the departmental level and corporate level. So you have, for example, the prevention of ground accidents and incidents at one extreme. So what can somebody on the ground operating a tow tractor do differently to operate more safely? Up through the development of an SMS, which is a departmental or corporate level, how you then have an overarching safety program. So they're not all created equal in that they belong to different parts of the department as you begin to address these different issues. For me, the single biggest factor in it is integrity. You have to be completely open and honest about your department's strengths and weaknesses to get an effective, what's commonly called in industry, gap analysis, to find out where you need to place your effort. And what these top safety focus areas do is give departments specific areas in which to look and then to give them assistance in developing solutions to those specific problem areas that they find in their own departments. And then supplemental other material, for example, if you're very good on your flight data usage, we can help you use it better or help you keep from losing that edge, losing that strength as you proceed into the future. So we designed this list specifically keeping those ideas in mind. So Mike, how would you recommend flight operations disseminate this data and apply it to their specific operational requirements? It depends on what kind of operation you have. Companies like Jeff's that where it's a flight department, BJ's conducts aviation and training. My company does charter work and up through heavy maintenance on our aircraft. So each of us has these different elements, but the top safety focus areas cross all those boundaries in many ways. So for example, at your company, if you have simulator training or classroom training or on the job training that you conduct each year, if you find that you have a weakness in a particular area, you can add elements to that training to help your employees better manage those situations when they encounter them. If you have employee meetings, regular like monthly or quarterly employee meetings, you can have a presentation or a discussion on one of the top safety focus areas as you proceed through the year. In that regard, you can designate an expert. So one member of your department becomes the person who knows the most about flight data monitoring or distraction prevention or overcoming relative inexperience, rusty pilots, rusty mechanics, now that we're all coming out of the period of COVID where some people were quite inactive. You can bring your whole department or company into that conversation. You could have somebody in your maintenance side who's the expert on the ground safety elements. And then send your employees to safety conferences, to training that focuses on these safety elements. Do not become an island. Get out into the world and see how other people are addressing these problems and bring good ideas back to your department. And all of these elements will help you develop into a more safety conscious, a safer and more effective organization. Because what you'll discover is that if you use this effort to discover where your weaknesses are and address those weaknesses throughout your department, you won't repeat the mistakes and your department will become more efficient, more capable, and as a byproduct, also safer. BJ, is your approach as a training provider any different? No, I echo everything that Mike's talking about. It's uh, exactly the right way to roll this out. It needs to be very intentional. 
And it really does revolve around professionalism. I'm just looking here as you're talking at, we have a project proposal forms, for example, each of the working groups work on, and they're required to talk about how does it connect to the vision of the safety committee. And in that, it defines what each of the core values or foundations of safety are. So to echo something that Mike had said at the beginning, is the very first line of the definition of professionalism is simply professionalism is the pursuit of excellence through discipline, ethical behavior, and continuous improvement. And so it really does always circle back down to the individual. It's the individual that comprises the teams. It's the individuals that ultimately are the leaders. It's the individuals that take this back to the flight department to implement it. Jeff? You know, one of the ways we get the word out is, I mean, we sort of all become safety disciples. We get out there and we not only preach, but we we exhibit different ways we can do things. And I think, you know, focusing on professionalism is important. And one of the things with the safety committee, we were very, we're very, very fortunate in that we've got a phenomenal group of people in this committee that are both professional and knowledgeable about each one of the subject areas they're involved in. They're also very passionate about what they do. And so as we develop output from the safety committee, our committee members are really good about getting the word out and generating usable material that can be used by anybody in our industry. You know, the idea of developing the top safety focus areas in and itself is not enough. The key is, is as we develop this list, is that we come up with strategies to make a difference in those areas. And that's what we're really trying to do by focusing our attentions in these three specific areas. We have a better chance of coming up with mitigating strategies and things we can do to help prevent these accidents so that in future years, when we look back, we're not looking at these same things over and over again. So that's what our hope is. You can learn more about the NBAA Safety Committee's top safety focus areas for 2021 and 2022, including helpful and informative resources you can use to mitigate these risks at nbaa.org slash TSFA 2021. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.